Good day, everybody. You are listening to Conversations with Catboxing. I am your host, Anthony Vera. This is episode 23, my review of season two of Cobra Kai. Now, Cobra Kai, uh, last year, season one, dropped around this time uh, on YouTube Red. And I have to say that YouTube Red is perhaps my one of my favorite things. Um, it is actually called YouTube Premium now. Uh, but basically what it is, is a paid YouTube service. So it's, it's, it's like how, remember how Hulu used to be free? You just sit, watch like episodes of Lost that were on a couple days before on ABC, now they're on Hulu. And they started a premium service, which you get extra stuff and it seems silly, but now all they have is a, uh, paid service. Uh, YouTube, um... Premium, as it's called, is a paid service that I actually quite enjoy. Um, I actually pay for it. Uh, YouTube for free is the same service they've always known, they've always seen, where you know you can watch videos on it, um, you know, see like obscure, listen to obscure music that's on it. But however, the moment you click off that page, or if you decide that you want to look at another browser. It, it, it takes you out. You you don't you no longer are accessing it. With YouTube Red, uh, now YouTube Premium, you basically you're paying for a streaming service. So essentially, what happens is there's no commercials, which is really nice. Also, you can log off. That's not log off, but you can click to a browser. You can click to another app, and the audio is still playing. This is really great because basically there are podcasts that I like to listen to, um, but on the podcast apps, ironically enough, uh, those podcasts don't stay on, uh, but they live in YouTube from a user that uploaded it. So essentially, like any of the Michael Rappaport or Gilbert Godfrey podcasts that I can no longer find on the traditional apps, I can find on YouTube. Uh, It's great for a person like me who works behind the scenes and likes to listen to stuff in the background. So that's awesome. So that's YouTube Premium. But YouTube Premium though, what you're paying for as well as that service and those uh, accoutrements, you're also paying for certain shows. Um, I know uh, uh, like Logan Paul and whatever the fuck his dipshit brother's name is, they're, they're both dipshits. But you know, they have stuff on there too that's premium to YouTube. Um, there is a show um, that is based on the Karate Kid films from the 80s uh, called Cobra Kai. Now, if you're familiar with uh, the Karate Kid movies, Cobra Kai was the dojo that Daniel uh, Raphmachio's character fought against. Uh, Johnny being the um, antagonist. Anyhow... The uh, first season of Cobra Kai, which came out last year, uh, focuses on uh, Johnny and how uh, Johnny's this washed-up middle-aged man now who's working minimal jobs, lives in a shitty apartment, and um, he lives next to this family of, uh, forgive me, I, I, Hondorian, uh, Hondorian family. And, um, he, anyways, the kid, he sees the boy 
the son of the woman who lives in his apartment being bullied and he decides to defend them because you know these kids are being dicks and he just said you know he, he knows how to defend himself so he decides to defend them probably reluctantly because the one thing is Johnny is still sort of Johnny from that time period anyways he trains this kid anyways the kid he reluctantly trains this kid how to defend himself after the kid offers to pay for services and when he realizes that he's actually doing a pretty decent job training this kid he decides to open up this uh, dojo and uh he calls it Cobra Kai which is you know the old uh dojo, dojo that he was at before when uh, John Kreese ran it John Kreese was the original trainer him and Mr. Miyagi used to get in the fights you all have to know what Karate Kid is which I'm assuming at this point you do Anyways, the story was done really well. It was actually Cobra Kai is based off of Karate Kid, but it was conceived from the uh, producers and directors of uh, the Harold and Kumar movies, which are funny. I mean, but they're very much um, your just run-of-the-mill kind of slapstick, slightly vulgar humor, which you know it, it works to an extent. I definitely like movies like that. I do. I, I think Superbad is still a good movie. I mean, these are movies that just sort of you don't really think much. You laugh. Uh, some stupid shit that just is stupid, but you just laugh at it because it's amusing. Anyways, they uh, conceived Cobra Kai because they're huge karate kid fans. Uh, they describe themselves as big as karate kid fans as our people are Star Wars fans, which I can imagine being a very nerdy big thing and I say nerdy not necessarily as an insult it's sort of like that obsessive sort of type of humor or uh, type of uh, fan base I should say I'm sorry humor is though there is humor in uh, these shows uh, season one had a little bit more of it um, so season one basically follows the story of Johnny training this kid uh, Miguel and teaches him how to be a badass and it's written really well. Uh, shows his training. Even tells the backstory of uh, John, uh, Johnny and uh, Daniel's um, rivalry and uh, flashbacks, which is kind of amusing. It talks about how Johnny uh, was bullied by Daniel, and so it tells his side of the story. And I think there's even like online, like YouTube videos that you can watch of like why Dylan's the villain or Daniel, like before Cobra Kai even came out. So anyways, you know, Daniel gets wind of what's happening. Um, he's extremely against Cobra Kai because he knows that Cobra Kai was run by a madman named John Kreese, who isn't in the first season initially. And um, anyways, he takes on this uh, this kid who happens to be Johnny's kid. Uh, season one's been out for a year, so if these are spoilers to you, well, then stop listening. So, anyways, the story's written really well. Um, I thought it was a great story. Uh, season one. I, I don't want to give too much away because you actually really should see it. Um, you may have to pay for YouTube uh, Premium. However, there is a 30-day free trial. So, if you really want to watch these shows, get the trial. Binge watch them like I do. Like the first season, I didn't really plan on binge watching. I was going to watch an episode here or there. I ended up watching the entire damn thing as I was actually uh, 
Yeah, I was hungover uh, from a work party, and I just watched the entire series. It was ten episodes. Um, they're pretty. Sh- I mean, I mean, they're like they're sitcom length. So essentially, um, if you did have commercials, they'd be about thirty minutes long. Otherwise, they run between twenty to thirty minutes. And uh, um, the first uh, series basically is all these kids that Johnny takes in. And they're all sort of like loser nerd types. But they sort of get redeemed by uh, Joint and Cobra Kai. And they become badasses at the end. Um, really great character development. As a matter of fact, um, two of the kids on there. Uh, oh, geez, I forget her name now. There's this uh, African-American um, young lady. And... Uh, this nerdy kid who calls himself Hawk, gives himself a mohawk. Um, their characters were really well written because they, they start off initially as just nerdy, quiet, and uh, sheepish. Then they become uh, complete badasses. And it's written in such a manner that you really sort of get, like, there's work involved for their transformation. It's not like overnight. You know, it's a sitcom, so you have to sort of suspend disbelief a little bit. But uh, these characters are done really well. Uh, the main character, Miguel, is a really likable kid who basically has a who gets a bit of an edge later, and um, he falls in love with Daniel's daughter, uh, Sam, and she's prominent in both uh, season one and two. So season one basically is the development of these characters from becoming nerds, the Cobra Kai dojo. The badasses, and the show does end sort of with uh, Johnny not realizing like what he's created. And um, the very last shot of season one is uh, him walking into the JoJo dojo and uh, his old uh, sensei, uh, John Priest, is there waiting for him. And so that ends season one. Um, immediately after season one came out, I'd say about maybe less than a month, uh, they talked about season two. So season two was, was greenlit, and I was super excited about it, but I knew it was going to be a while before it came out. Uh, season two was out, and I watched it today, binge-watched the shit out of that show, and, uh, my goodness, it is an amazing, uh, show. And so basically, these characters that became badasses, you kind of learn to dislike some of them because they're such, like, assholes and sort of following the path of, like, no mercy. Um, the character in particular that really sort of I didn't like, though, with that said, I mean, as an actor, I can appreciate it. He did a really great job of, like, becoming a really unlikable character, uh, the kid who plays Hawk, and I, I wish I, I knew his name. I had everything looked up, but I'm just... If you watch the show... Um, I highly recommend checking Hawk's development because he started off as a super nerdy character with a facial morality. Uh, I think he had a hair lip that was like not super prominent. It looked like he had like surgery done on it as a baby or something. But um, that character was uh, really fleshed out pretty well. And I must say that uh, <laughs> he plays a very believable ass. And uh, that's good. That's good acting. You know, you gotta remember, like, this is a show. It's not like you're going on the street and see that guy and like, yo, fuck you. You're an asshole. 
No, it's a good job. It's like, it's like that kid uh, who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones, you know? Like, that kid played a really perfect dick, but I'm sure he's probably a really sweet kid. And, uh, anyways. And then the African-American character, they scaled her back a little bit this season. I don't think she had as much as a, like, breakout role. But I, they played her character really well. And like, God, is it Therese? Uh, she has glasses. She's a little chubby, but she's really fucking good. Um, and this last season, actually, I mean, like, she was there. She was there often enough. Yeah, they, they put a few more extra people in there, particularly a girl named, uh, her character was named Tori, and she becomes a love interest of, uh, one of the other characters. Um, now here is where I'm going to say right now, if you really want to see Cobra Kai Season 2, stop listening, don't want any spoilers, stop listening right now, because I'm going to drop some spoilers, uh, come back after you're done. And then we can discuss this. You can write on my Instagram. I'm at conversation dot underscore. Uh, can't buy. I'll, I'll link it in the bio. But anyhow, um, uh, season two um, started off as it ended, where uh, Johnny, um, you know, is greeted by John Kreese in the dojo, and they get into a bit of a scrap. And then it just sort of like kind of, kind of like just ties up whatever loose ends there was in season one, the first episode, because um, Johnny's son is trained by uh, uh, Daniel, and uh, he had a dislocated shoulder. Anyways, he gets better. Uh, Sam decides that she really like that she wants to train with dad again because all her. That's the whole thing with the show is like everybody is karate fighting, kung, kung fu fighting. That's all, but everybody's learning karate. So like, every, so anyone who's not doing karate is feeling left out. Uh, Sam um, plays a major role in this uh, season. She did last season too. She was dating uh, Miguel, um, and they had broken up. She blocks him on Instagram the first season. And Miguel is a character that is pretty well fleshed out this season too, but he's not like the biggest prominent character. Um, they're all kind of split up fairly well. Like as, as with the show Friends, how every character sort of had a, had a part in every, in every episode. That's what I felt like Cobra Kai was. So you didn't have a lot of one particular character. Um, I mean, some of them were a little bit more fleshed out, like, uh, the new girl Tori, who eventually becomes the love interest of Miguel. You know, they gotta flesh her out. You gotta know who she is. Because the first season really did a good job of explaining who these people were, you know, get an idea of what Hawk was. Um, there's a character named Dimitri, who is like the super neurotic nerd friend of all of them, and, and, you know, in the first season. He becomes a little bit more sort of uh, focused, because he's one of the people that feels left out. And his character is a very, uh, unlikable is not the right word, but he's definitely, I can see where people wouldn't want to tolerate him as much. And, um, but his character gets flushed out pretty well. Uh, I mean, Daniel calls him out on it and, you know, calls him neurotic and says, what are you doing here if you don't want to be here? You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, I felt Daniel plays a little bit more of a sympathetic role. I mean, as, as Johnny. So, I mean, both characters are written in a manner of just basically being protective parent types. 
and um, and then you know John Kreese plays his role really well. Uh, you 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 get an understanding of like where he's been, what he's been up to, and it's a sort of kind of downward spiral. And uh, Johnny feels bad for him. Johnny initially like tells him that he's not wanted there because Johnny does want to do things differently. And uh, anyways, all these characters are flushed out. So you do see a lot of John Kreese, but then again, like I said, all the other characters are pretty flushed out already. And so you do get an understanding of what's going on in his head. Uh, ultimately though, on the season finale, yeah, um, as the season finale uh, approached, I kept wondering, because there, there was a scene in the trailer that wasn't really shown until later, and I was wondering how they were gonna, like, how that was gonna work. And uh, there's a big, okay, definitely major spoiler here. So if you didn't leave the first time, leave this time because I'm gonna give the ending away here. So season ten ends with a big fight between Cobra Kai and uh, Daniel's. Um, uh, Daniel's crew, uh, which is named after Pat Morita's character, and I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name all of a sudden. But uh, anyways, it's a big school brawl, and it, it's you know if I was a younger person, I would probably really be into that. I think that'd be the badass kind of thing. It just seemed really silly. It's very like almost like High School Musical, or actually West Side Story. So it, it was like a big kind of sort of choreographed big fight scene uh, mostly between Sam and Tori but then uh, Johnny's son and Miguel get into it and I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on Daniel's son's name uh, and then all the other kids get into fights and just a bunch of just chicanery and um, I don't know I it, like the scene ended the, the, the show the ultimate like uh the ultimate scene at the end, toward the end of the show, between Miguel and Daniel's son is, is the, was the big payoff. And that I won't give away, you'll just have to watch. Because that plays part of the, uh, the uh, cliffhanger. As well as John Kreese and uh, Johnny's uh, relationship at the end too. Uh, Daniel, his role in it, like at the end, I mean, it's left open. I mean, he's going to have a big part in season three. But it's definitely like, I'm curious as what's going to happen with Johnny. What's going to happen with Miguel. Uh, and what's going to happen with uh, the actions of John Treats. Those are like the three big things that I've learned. There's also like another sort of nod to the Karate Kid movies that I don't want to give away either. But it has to do with a cell phone text message that Johnny got so anyhow um I would say that uh season two gets a big thumbs up where uh the first season of Cobra Kai I would say gets a 9.5 uh season two gets a 9 um it's missing that 0.5 because I think the, the fight scene in part 10 was just a little too out of hand. Like I wasn't super 
it just didn't sell me. Uh, if I was younger, um, I'd say definitely like as a teenager, that'd be something I would like to see, or maybe even a preteen, it'd be like a badass scene. But it sort of came up a little West Side Story, High School Musical type of uh, nonsense. Anyhow, that's my quick rambling uh, synopsis of Cobra Kai. And I'm out. Okay, everyone take care.